Hello, everybody. Log Talk Radio. Welcome to Transcending Darkness with your host, the Dream Teaser. It's been a long time since I've done a show, so uh, this is the rebirthing, if you will, of a new era, new time period. I decided to, well, I was waiting for the right moments to restart my shows uh, for something worthwhile, something that is actually going to be good to talk about for apparently I only get 30 minutes now. A lot of rules, a lot of things have changed here in Blog Talk Radio and not just here as well. Um, Life as we know it, everything is changing. Um, If you haven't noticed, there's a lot of dark things happening. Um, and they seem to be getting the most attention. Lots of, uh, of course, natural disasters have been happening for the past uh, few years now, and I feel they're going to happen a lot this year as well. So I wanted to bring that to light. Also, I think a lot of people are playing upon this darkness, uh, using it to their advantage in a sense. A lot of people in the social media networks um, are using this a lot. Um, So since I've been here on BTR and since I've been following my own spiritual path, I've noticed that a lot of people, they caught on to this little catchphrase, love and light. And I... I think I was at a point where if you were to look up some of my archives, you know, I was very much loving nights, loving nights, uh, the world's so beautiful, blah, 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 which it is. It truly is. This is a beautiful place, and we are beautiful beings. But I think we can all agree that not everyone shows this beauty. Not everything outwardly shows this true divine nature within themselves. For example, um, we're, we're going to go back to the natural disasters. You know, the tsunami that just hit um, Japan, an earthquake, and then followed by the tsunami. You know, it certainly wasn't a beautiful thing. There's 11,000 people dead and 18,000 missing. and That's not a very beautiful thing. But if you just look and look a little bit deeper, I try to see the beauty in all things that happen. And, you know, it's amazing that the earth can create such powerful forces. It's amazing that, oh, wow, um, that these things can just happen with a moment's notice. Not even they happen without anyone even knowing. And I uh, just try to always, always find something beautiful within it, the silver lining, if you will. And so, in a sense, uh, with the show, I'm also redefining myself. And, you know, every day I figure out more and more about myself. It's a, a ever-continuing journey, never ends. I learn something new every day. And, you know, for the past 
let's see, six, seven months, I've been traveling abroad, doing things that may or may not be viewed as um, in the light or good or, you know, that can be perceived as dark. I was actually working as a houseboy where I would travel to um, other homes um, and stay with them. Um, And it's merely for the reason that they were sexually attracted to me because I was physically appealing to them. That's why I was accepted. Um, And sometimes not accepted. I remember I wanted to move to New York City so bad. And so I did everything I could. I, I traveled uh, to North Carolina, um, and apparently was moving in with a spiritual person. And it turned out to be a really, really interesting experience and a little bit too much for me. So I relocated somewhere in North Carolina and was working for a good month and raised up some money. And I finally did make it to New York city and it was, it was great. It was a great experience. I made it there. I actually still have some of my belongings in New York City. And one of them is this crystal that I cannot wait to get my hands back on. It's a golden sheen obsidian um, rock. And it's a a sphere, a ball, crystal ball. Not crystal, it's technically rock, volcanic rock. But it is, oh, it's breathtaking. And I acquired that along with my travels. And it's actually still in New York City at this moment. It's really crazy because sometimes I can see myself connecting with it. Um, in a couple of dreams I had, I remember being around this orb and I can see where it was and I could almost bring myself through it. It was a fantastic dream. It was excellent. And yes, if you're still wondering, I am definitely still dreaming. Um, keeping good tabs on those. I've been having a lot of weird dreams. Um, uh, and that's another reason why I brought this topic up. And I had this, uh, just, okay, uh, everybody knows Lady Gaga. Um, uh, she is like, I don't know, I've had some really interesting talks about her and chats about her and who she is and what she's doing. And if you haven't seen her new stuff, um, I recommend taking a look at it if it's your thing. If not, don't worry about it because I'll tell you anyways. She uses um, good and evil in her new songs, and she is obviously a really big uh, spokesperson for uh, especially my generation, uh, the Pluto and Scorpio generation, and a lot of people are just so drawn to her and her message and what she presents and how she is, and uh, I I almost tried to do the same thing she did, uh, where she used sex to get herself Um, in that first stage of being known. And so I thought, you know, maybe I could do the same thing. If it works, then it works, right? Well, not exactly. Sure, it it got me to some places, but it never really, what I really was searching for was some sort of stability, some sort of home. And I was looking for it on the outside. And I never found it. And through all those travels, I realized that my own home is, It's within myself. It is where I am and who I am. And this is as close to uh, home as you can ever get. You know, they say home is where the heart is. Well, it's inside of my body. It's inside of my chest. 
So uh, I'll take that into heart, pun intended, and I will um, make the best of my own inner home. And that means treating my home with love, kindness, respect. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the darkness. And I've been through lots and lots of darkness in my life. I'm sure we all have. But um, I know for me personally, it just feels from all of the thousands and hundreds of thousands of people I've ever talked to and listened to or given advice to, it's, um, it never seems to pile on like mine has in my youth years. And uh, no matter what, I never let that get me down. And I was still the one to be able to tell the other people, you know, hey, it really is not that bad. It does get better. You know, someone out there does have it worse at this moment in time. But it always does get better. It's just how you want to see it. And I think that darkness is, right now, being viewed as really bad. I know you've probably all heard of the Illuminati and, uh, you know, all the secret government groups and, you know, like the Freemasons. And um, maybe you think witches and the devil and whatever you view as darkness and evil. Uh, People have given it like a bad name almost. Because it's really, it's not, it's really not all that bad, to say the least. It's it's natural. Uh, I believe in, if you were to view... Um, if you were to put good and bad on a scale, okay, the way I view that scale is a spiral, a spiral of circles. And starting at the base, we'll just say starting at the bottom, is the bad. And that's a very small, tightly wound circle. And then say you do a good deed. You know, you move up a little level, and it's a little bit of a wider circle. And it gets wider and wider and wider until you get all the way up to good, where it's completely opened. So it's like, um, you can picture almost like a tornado, where, you know, at the very bottom, it's very small. As it goes up and up and up and up and up, it gets wider and bigger and more expansive. And I think that's kind of interesting because I found that the more information and the more that I learn and know, the deeper that I dig myself until I get to one point. And then I'm shot right back up, right back to the square one again. And <laughs> there's, there's nothing you can do. You're always going to be pushed back to the same thing. It's the cycle. That's, I've professed this numerous times. You know, it's all about cycles and how you can manage them, how you can handle them. And... Um, I can keep yourself afloat, in a sense. Um, but I think that the darkness is just being really given a bad name. You know, darkness is bad. If, if everybody is going to believe in a God, believe in a higher power, to believe in something bigger than themselves, then they have to understand that, oh, wow. Um, they have to understand that 
Oh, I'm so sorry. I was looking at the chat and I totally got distracted because somebody came in here and I can't believe that they did uh, Dionysus. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you real quick. Just uh, give everybody the little heads up or gossip. Um, <laughs> see, so don't get distracted. Um, we, he had a disagreement with me and we stopped talking for a long time. Dionysus is a close friend of mine. I met him when I was in New York City. Some interesting times there, but a uh, truly great person. Yes. So anyways, back to you, the darkness and the light. The darkness is so, it really is. Okay, I'm going to say this again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it is given a bad name, but it's because of what you feel from it, and people tend to get wrapped up in it a lot. But you can't forget if you don't go through the darkness, you can't get to the light. You know, we all have to go through the darkness just to get to light. For example, let's go to the very first moment we entered this earth. We went through darkness, we were in the womb, and we were birthed. We came out and it was totally dark and oh, a whole bunch of lights. Whole heaping love of it. <laughs> and it was just immediately we're overwhelmed with it. It's washed over our body. It is completely uh, it's just taking us back. And a lot, so a lot of us go into shock. You know, we start crying, freaking out, et cetera. And you know, you can think about that analogy for any time that you enter into some sort of darkness where uh, we'll just do the very ever-present, you know, the love of your life, or should I say the infatuation of your life, is no longer in love with you, quote-unquote, and you, uh, you know, you lose sight of your entire life because you're living through them and for them and not for yourself. And all of a sudden, you find yourself spiraling downward and you don't know where to go, you don't know where to turn. The only good thing in your life is completely vanished. And I think a lot of that has to do with our outside influences, the movies that we watch, the TV programs, the people that we listen to. You know, we listen to so many people and they tell us that how how life is and not many people live for themselves anymore. And I find that kind of to be disappointing because there are some really truly creative people here. And yeah, it's not very easy to tap into that creative energy, but it's pretty much why we're here, I would say. You know, we're here to create. We're here to do something. We're here to be some person or something and maybe leave some sort of footprint behind. I think it's nearly impossible not to, but, you know, we're, we need to embrace those qualities within us. And that's why people say, you know, look up to the light because it is a good guiding force. You know, it's sun that always breaks the light every single day. And we are extremely grateful for its energy and its presence. Without it, we wouldn't be able to exist, more than likely, at least how we are now. If December out now, yes, we would probably die off because we definitely need that warmth. But I do believe life will always find a way. And some sort of life will be had anywhere. Um, but being able to look through this darkness, it's a very hard thing 
not easy at all. If it was, then it wouldn't be really called darkness or evil or bad feelings or whatever you want to call them. It would be, it would just be, it would be like we were in spirits, you know, if we were all in one state of existence. Uh, Some call that heaven, some call that spirit realms, whatever it is, it doesn't matter, you know, that's not what we experience. We experience the polarities of life here on Earth. We experience the bad and the good. And, you know, I, I had a huge dilemma with this. Um, I was thinking about it so much, you know, I'm like, if everybody is supposed to be so good, then why is there so much dark? Why are there so many dark things that are happening and bad things? And, and what is it that makes them happen? You know, it's not, they just, they have to happen. They have to happen. They have to be here. They're present. The world, the earth, it is in a constant states of duality. It's in light and dark at all times. Certain areas, of course, you know, it changes each moment. You know, as we sit here, depending on where you are, I'm in the eastern time zone, and it's getting darker and darker and darker. And pretty soon it's going to start getting lighter and lighter and lighter. And it's just how you can look for that, how you can tune yourself to find that. A lot of people uh, just condition themselves to zone it out and to not feel that. And I think that, personally, that is not a very wise thing to do. Um, As a hypnotist, I find people a lot blocking themselves. Um, if there's people, you know, that come to me and ask me, you know, I I never thought I could be hypnotized. I don't think that's possible. I don't think that I would ever be able to be under the control of somebody else, blah, blah, blah. Well, for one, to that, I have to say, well, you know, why do you go out and buy your favorite game fabric softener? You know, you don't do it because, um, you know, just because of the, well, some people probably do because it's a pretty green label. But, you know, it's just things are telling you to do that. Even the green label is telling you, oh, yes, I, I really like green. I, I want to go buy that. Or the commercials, especially on TV. Man, TV is such a huge hypnosis box. It really is. And I hope that people become aware of that. I, I think there's still people even to this day that aren't, which really surprises me because if if you look at it, it's one of the biggest tools for hypnosis ever. If you didn't see that during 9-11, if you didn't see that during any of the tsunamis that overpowered them, I don't know what you're missing, and I'm sorry that I won't be able to help you. But it is a huge, huge tool in that. And uh, movies as well, uh, radio, anything, uh, I'll give you the simple definition of hypnosis. Very simple. All hypnosis is is an overload of message units that lead to the subconscious mind. And message units being anything outside of self, anything outside of self that are trying to, in a sense, communicate with you. Then that will lead to the subconscious. The subconscious is the area of the mind that is going all the time. It never stops or turns off. It is always moving. Always, always thinking, always doing something. And the best way to understand that, obviously, is when you are asleep. Now, I'm convinced 
that um, monks and shamans and yogis or whoever ascended masters, what have you, these people can access that subconscious mind at an almost instantaneous moment through meditation, through sitting in the quiet. It's like they're imitating or role-playing sleep. And when they do so, you know, their body shuts down, or you can tell your body to shut down. You know, these things happen automatically. And I think I think that's going to change very soon as well. You know, we are driven to the point of exhaustion nearly every day. And we go to bed exhausted. We collapse on our bed, most of us, after working, you know, 11, 8-hour shifts. It, it's physically exhausting. Some people, yes, they are definitely meant to work, and that's all they feel that they um, have to put into the world, which is great. You know, I I need those people because I don't like working. I don't like doing the labor. I, I don't like doing that. I'm I'm the thinker type. I dive deep into uh, topics, and if you imagine it, uh, if you were to give me some sort of topic or opinion about something. You know, imagine a Scorpio uh, ascending towards his prey and like a lightning swift strike. You know, it, it feels it out. It feels its prey out. It feels the enemy out, whatever. And then it strikes and it can get vicious and it doesn't quit until whatever is in front of it is done, is dead, is taken down. And that's how I that's how I think about things is I will think them to death, literally, until I arrive to some sort of conclusion, into some sort of something. And that's what I did when um, I was growing up. Let's see, this was about 15, 14 years old. And, you know, God started to, this topic, the subject, the idea, God, whatever you want to call it, it was bringing its attention to me. So, so many people believed it. So I felt that, okay, well, I need to understand this because it's something in the collective consciousness of humanity that is really predominant. You know, nearly all people have some sort of belief in something higher than themselves, whether that be God or uh, angels or fairies or demons, witches, or whatever. It doesn't matter. You know, if you've noticed, haven't noticed. (laughs) Uh, Labels don't really matter here. It's the the concept that I'm trying to get you to jump on to understand. That's what I want you to feel. Um, Labels are never really important, I don't think, unless you're trying to group certain things. I I just feel that's not very important at all. It's feelings, really. It's the feelings that matter most. And now, getting back to this dark attention, there's so many things that are calling darkness into us, and they're wrapping themselves around us. And that's, I do, I do like that about the social media, especially, um, that they are wrapped up doing all of these, you know, vampire movies and even Harry Potter. It's a very, very dark series when you, if you were to watch the movies or anything. Um, 
it's just, it has a very dark feeling to it. Um, like new game, I don't know if anybody has heard of it. It's Call of Duty Black Ops. I hope somebody has heard of it because it's a huge game. You know, I, if you were to log online to play with people online, there's over like I think it was 500 to 800,000 people playing that game at that very moment in time. That's a lot of freaking people. That's a lot. And uh, let's see, the movie I just recently saw, Sucker Punch, I, I do like it, but it was pretty much about strippers. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that, but it was it was interesting um, how they provoked this darkness. And, you know, this girl, she was put in a really bad situation, and she was forced to dance um, for people and to dance for people on stage. So she had to try out, and so she closed her eyes, and she, what they show you in the movie is her going into this imagination world, this entire world of just her pure imagination where she's conquering missions and taking down enemies and blah, blah, blah. And they never show her dancing, but they do show the reaction after she dances, and everybody is completely amazed. They're like, wow, that was amazing. You know, what I do like about that is they show how you can transcend that. You can get through any sort of darkness, you know. Maybe you were sold to some sort of sexual slavery business underground where nobody is ever going to know your name. Yeah, that's not a very fun lifestyle. And I've tasted um, the tip of the iceberg with that. And it's not exactly fun. It's really not. But it's how you can see past that is what really matters. You know, we all have to go through the bullshit to get to the good shit. You know, we all have to go through crap. And what I find truly comforting is the fact that there is always something good on the other side. And that's what I hope um, to get across. It's being able to see that. Being able to get through any of those walls and that's why I do love to use hypnosis. Um, beautiful, beautiful tool to bring people into that deep, meditative state of mind to get them down within their subconscious. And it's a very dark place. You know, your eyes are closed, so it's dark. And, um, people will naturally associate that with dark feelings because it is so dark. You know, I, I recently learned that not everybody dreams in color. And that's that's so sad to me because my dreams are in beautiful color. They're in colors that I have probably never even seen with my own physical eyes. They're gorgeous, and the energies that match them are just off of this wall. They are amazing, and I can't believe that people don't dream like that. I couldn't imagine just dreaming in black and white. That would really make me upset. That would piss me off. And I would not, oh, I would not be a happy camper. But I think that maybe I can start to help people to be able to bring themselves in the darkness. Because it's not such a bad place. If it was created and if God is the ultimate creator, then he must have created darkness. Well, he, she, please don't.
must have been created by the creator, by source. And if it was, then I have the utmost faith that darkness is just as good as the light. And I think it would be a shame to live in a world without darkness. It would be, I think we would be missing out on so much. I just want to say thank you to everybody in the chat room. Thank you, Chaba, for all of your uh, awesome chatting, chattiness. <laughs> Very cool. Um, so, yeah, I really think that you need to keep the darkness in your life. Something to uh, push away. Because you're going to find that the more you push it away, the more that it's going to come back to you and the more that you're going to have to deal with it. And then it piles up and piles up and piles up. And then pretty soon you're just completely in pitch black. You you scream and not even a soul can hear you. Been there. It's fun place. But did I truly learn the most from that? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I guess I'll just leave with the message that don't be afraid of the darkness. Welcome it and bring it into your life because it has a lot to offer. Thank you guys for this evening. I'm looking forward to reconnecting with everyone.